I'm Jake DiBattista from Lumos Learning. Today we have a special guest, Steve Floyd. Welcome. He's the CEO of August Publish House, August House Publishing. Over the past, last 35 years, August House has published a highly acclaimed award-winning selection of picture books, story collections, and resource books based on the world's finest folk tales. Congratulations. I'm looking forward to learning more about you and August House today. But before we jump to that, I'd like to learn a little bit more about you. Could you please tell us more about yourself and why you decided to become a publisher of Stories for Kids? Sure. Um, I'd had a career outside of publishing and really came to publishing and children's books in about 2004. Uh, I'd been involved in internet, um, interactive media, whole range of things. So we look at, at stories and we look at publishing much different than most people who grew up in print-based publishing. We see stories that should be shared any way, any medium uh, that the audience wants. So that's really um, a little di different perspective there. Interesting, very interesting. So why are you guys so excited about folk tales and what are the benefits to kids and educators uh, of you kind of focusing on that subgenre? Well, good question. Um, folk tales seem like a natural to us for a number of reasons. One, they were multicultural. That was a key point for us. Two, there are character traits that are highlighted and demonstrated in every uh, folk tale. Uh, folk tales were originally used not just for entertainment and not for children's stories, but to pass on the village, the tribe, or the country's uh, core values. So whether it was things like sharing or things like courage, or whatever the attribute may be, uh, they were shared in stories. A lot of times the shaman, a lot of times one of the elders, but the stories were a common occurrence um, and they weren't just for kids. So they, these were oral tradition and were passed down over generation over generation. Most of the stories we publish are hundreds if not thousands of years old. And we know they're good stories because they survive the test of time. And uh, that makes them very exciting to us. So the multicultural aspect, the international global aspect, and the fact that these stories were first developed, if you will, for the year and not to be read. So it makes it easier in some ways for young kids, especially emerging readers, to um, deal with picture books or story collections that are from the oral tradition. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that kind of ties really well to our next question, which is, you know, where did this passion about helping kids become fluent readers stem from? And how important are these reading skills for children's overall development? That's another good question. Um, I have a master's degree that I earned decades ago from Indiana University in education with an emphasis on instructional design and educational systems. The, uh, so I've had a long history of reading. And my mother, in fact, one of the things she said, if I, she gave me anything, was a love of reading. That was going to the library every weekend, doing things like that. So reading and stories have always been important. As you look at the research, that's a personal point of view, but as you look at the research, whether it's the National Reading Panel or any other uh, research that's been developed by Literacy Association, et cetera, um, core reading skills and those fundamental reading skills are so critical for a child's self-esteem, for a child's ability to succeed, and later on to uh, finish uh, school and actually enter into society and be a productive, uh, prosperous, uh, contributing member of society. So reading is at the core of everything we do in the modern world. Wow. So I see several titles are now available in the Loomis Reading Buddy program. Uh, what, made it, what motivated you to bring these folk tales onto our online medium? Um, we were really interested in the uh, technology, the way that you had translated the technology into something that was easy to use, um, 
that really focused on the issues of fluency specifically, that being one of the core reading skills that the National Reading Panel calls out. And fluency, as you know, is a very labor-intensive uh, skill to help with kids. So uh, the fact that Loomis had been experimenting and developing and working with educators to do this, we just felt like the ease of use and the fact that you could automate this process in a positive way to be child-centric and to be available for kids to use along with educators and along with uh, families to develop those, those core fluency skills when they're so difficult to do one-on-one. -on -one. Mm, makes sense. Um, what role does vocabulary practice play in improving reading fluency? Well, as you know, one of the attributes of uh, fluency is being able to read accurately uh, on a, in a timed manner with expression. Uh, if a child has good vocabulary, then they're gonna be more confident and they're gonna be uh, a little more uh, braver, let's say, in their expression and in their reading speeds. If they're not confident in their vocabulary, then they're gonna go slower. Uh, they're gonna be thinking about the words. They won't be uh, automatically coming to mind. So that's going to impact um, their fluency when they're assessed for their fluency levels. So, so vocabulary is very critical for that. Mm, makes sense. So I see that children can access the read along in the online program. How does that read along help children become better readers? Um, in a lot of in a lot of the literature, people recommend guided reading and read-alongs um, and team reading uh, as part of fluency skill building. So a lot of times, a child is reading a passage three times, uh, potentially once, only once uh, independently. Um, so having that narration in there to demonstrate and to coach kids without correcting them, so they can see it modeled for them in a way that the uh, the words are pronounced accurately. Another, another attribute that is, that is assessed in fluency. And uh, they see the pacing or hear the pacing. So that becomes a really good model for them. Um, just like if you're learning a physical sport, whether it's kicking a ball or throwing a ball, having someone model that and work with you in practice. And, and again, practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. So mm. if you're practicing something that's been well modeled and you're getting, uh, let's say, relatively consistent, accurate, specific feedback, it makes it much easier to have those things that are permanent, more accurate. So you're not unlearning bad habits and unlearning poor skills, but you're, you're accelerating that, uh, that speed without uh, causing extra stress for the child. So I think it's, it's a very efficient way to, to go. And it certainly just makes common sense as well as support from the, from the reading literature. Yeah. Good to hear. Um, as a publisher and as CEO of a publishing house, uh, how does listing your title on the Loomis Reading Buddy platform uh, help you? There are thousands of picture books and thousands of, of really wonderful children's books out there today. Um, Discovery is number one, two, and three uh, for every publisher of their titles. That's why for what we do, for example, uh, program uh, books that we publish have to be award winners. They have to be well-reviewed. Uh, we have to have professional acceptance because again, the vast majority, 80% of any books that we sell go to schools and go to libraries. So they have to be authentic. They have to be uh, rich and engaging. Um, so having that discoverability um, on the platform with Loomis is ideal for us because some people think that um, digital media or digital books actually cannibalize print books. We find just the opposite. Um, it's, it actually expands exposure, ex expands um, engagement. So again, whether people are engaging uh, auditorily, um, digitally online, 
or in print or in whatever way, we think that's an important way for kids to experience the story. Therefore, it becomes more engaging and they're more likely to remember it and hopefully apply it and use it. So the Loomis um, platform is, is just one more way to have our books get exposure to kids and get exposure to educators who can then enjoy them and use them. Great. Uh, one final question here. Are you and your team working on any new children's stories right now? Actually, I'm glad you asked. Uh, in April, we will be releasing Kindness Tales by R Margaret Reed McDonald. Margaret is a uh, retired librarian, PhD in folklore, travels the world. She's written over 55 books. We think Kindness Tales is the ideal book coming out on uh, this time when things are really confusing for all of us, adults and kids. We can all use a little bit more kindness. So that book will be launched uh, this spring uh, of 2021. And we are very excited about it. It's got, I think, approximately 40 stories that are a kindness and how acts of kindness uh, lead to a, literally a better world. Wow. So that's, that's our most immediate project right now that we're excited about. What a beautiful uh, story that's going to be. Um, well, that was uh, very informative and I'm sure we're all very excited about Kindness Tales coming out. So I really appreciate you making the time for us today and wish you the best of luck moving forward. Thanks, Jake. We look forward to our partnership. Good luck to you. And